Yes, coming up after our next chat, we'll bring you up to date with sport. All thanks to Tyre Power, buy three and get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyres at Tyre Power. I tell you what, uh, they've been a power in the WAFL, both at league reserves and Colts level this season. We're talking about the West Perth Football Club and joining us is their president now, Neil Fong, ahead of a big weekend for the Falcons. Neil, thanks for your time. Good evening, Peter. Great to be with you. It's been a great season. Now, you're telling me uh, off the record, or before we came on, the first time that's happened in the Cardinals slash Falcons Football Club being top in all three grades. Yeah, look, it's something we are proud of, uh, to have all three grades um, finish top of the ladder. Uh, And uh, we just hope that we can continue to go for a few more weeks with all of our three sides, which we're as I said, very proud of. Why has it been such a successful season for West Perth? No doubt it's important to get things right on the field, but off the field as much. Look, um, we appointed a new coach at the beginning of the year, senior coach at Darren Harris. Um, We developed a new strategic plan where we basically had uh, a vision, which was to bring everyone together, together as one, a club that everyone felt part of and proud to belong to so we've we've tried to unite um you know all of our players and our fans had our girls and women's um commence for the this year so that's provided a a really good um exciting kind of dimension to things and we've worked really hard off the field to to become financially stable after you know after five years ago Mm. almost uh not being there Interesting. That was going to be my next question. I remember working for, I think it was Channel 7 at that stage, uh, five years ago, and I was parked outside of Arena Joondalup. There was that big meeting of members because the club was on its knees. You were saying it was five years ago. So you've turned it around pretty quickly, haven't you? Well, it's been a really big team effort from, you know, from all of our fans and members, sponsors, supporters and players and, and, and coaches and board. Everyone's pulled together. Um, it's been a you know, fantastic time to be out there. I, I was, uh, I said to Murray McHenry at the time, who was the chairman of the football commission, who asked uh, myself and Ross Kelly and Paul Murray and others to come back and help. And uh, I said, I, I, you know, happy to see if we can what we can do in a year. Uh, five years later, we're still there. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of hard work, but it's a very big team effort mm. from. So many different people. So how does the club sit financially right now heading into a, a big final series? Well, you know, we've got money in the bank now um, and we're repaying the loan to the Football Commission. Um, we hope to make a, a, you know, a reasonable profit. We're certainly on, on track to make a budget profit for this year, which for a Waffle Club, in fact, in this environment is is a good thing to do to actually make a profit. Um mm. And uh, we're, we're we're well on track to do that. We've had really good support from from our sponsors, and even from you know five years ago, no one has really left the fold, which has been you know a great testament to the loyalty people have to the red and the blue. I know you pitched to maybe have the grand final at Pentanet Stadium or Arena Joondalup, as a lot of people do know. Were you disappointed you didn't get it? No, not at all, not at all. Like we uh, we were asked to put in a tender, we did. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I kind of understand where the Football Commission got. If leadable over was up to standard and up to scratch, which we fully expect it to be if they've resurfaced um, and if the rain stays away, then, you know, that, that makes sense. But, you know, we're a, we're a great venue. It's It's got a great, um, you know, a great bowl where people you know, get a very big crowd. 
Uh, and, you know, we were we were looking forward to, you know, doing it if that was what happened. But, you know, we would be happy to play if we get there in a grand final anyway, Peter. And, of course, we're going back to Leaderville over where, you know, our, we've got spiritual roots there anyway. Yeah. So that would mm. be quite exciting. No, it would be fantastic. And uh, certainly you're in the box seat, of course, taking on East Fremantle this week should be a beauty in the second semi. Can I ask you about your relationship with the city of Joondalup, uh, Neil? Because at one stage it was a bit strained. I gather it's a lot better now. Yeah, look, it's not so much the city. I think the strained relationship was with uh, the government Venues West provider. But we've worked really hard and the staff at Venues West, led by Dave Everington and their board and us, have really come together to you know, make it a mutually uh, beneficial relationship rather than one that was probably more antagonistic over the past 20 years five years um so you know like very good relationship with the venues where city of Joondalup, uh we we you know we enjoy a, a good relationship with and there's more that we want to do with with them uh we were with the, you know they were involved in the tender for the for the grand final and we're very supportive of that so mm. you know we, we've worked hard on relationships one thing that always kept cropping up, and now it's very much uh, quietened off considerably, was the brand West Perth Football Club. It's a significant brand in the history of West Australian sport. Don't worry about that. But years ago, there was the conjecture whether West Perth would change their name to Joondalup. Is that dead and buried now, Neil? Oh, look, I think it's certainly buried, whether it's, uh, whether it's dead and it's going to raise its head again. I think we'll wait and see. But we've had other we've had other big issues to focus on in the last five years. And the change of the name was certainly one of them. I think West Perth as a brand, um, many, many people hear about West Perth. I don't think they automatically think of the geography of West Perth, you know, down you know next to the, the city of Perth. So it's kind of a brand now, West Perth. And, yes, we are at Pentonut Stadium. We're at Joondalup. We've been there for 25 years. We're not going anywhere. Uh, and in fact, you know, they're a part of our, you know, uh, following and, and zone is, is even further north of Joondalup. So it would probably put a lot of people who maybe live in the northern suburbs of Perth, um, their nose that are joined if we kind of change the name to that. Mm. So, mm. you know, I think it's a brand and I think, you know, football teams and franchises around the world. Um, hook onto those brands, and I think that will probably remain. It's just amazing that Northern Corridor, uh, Neil, isn't it? It is a huge catchment area now. It's one of the fastest growing regions, not only in Western Australia, but in Australia, that Northern Corridor went up uh, as far as Hester Avenue. That's where the Mitchell Freeway goes and will continue to go on now. And there's new estates being uh, opened up at Eglinton and, uh, you know, almost at Yangship. Yeah. Uh, but it is a different community, isn't it? You know, it's not all Aussie rules up there. So how much is West Perth working at community level to try and convert others that have settled in that part of Perth, primarily mm. from other cultures that have got other sports as their number one sport, and try and introduce yeah, them to Australian rules? Yeah. No, that's a really good point, uh, Peter. We We do have a large area with a large population, but as many people would know, um, they are not necessarily of Australian heritage and there's a, a large British and South African contingent that live in those suburbs. And, yeah, look, we are we are very keen to try and convert them over. It's not an easy thing to do and you can't do it overnight. Um, so we've we've focused on, uh, on trying to develop um, throughout the schools. We've got a, a very good presence in the schools, over 5,500 young people, you know, playing football in the junior grades. But uh, it's not easy, um, you know, and we've got to keep working at that. But, um, you know, we uh, we also don't have a huge country zone. So that's the other thing that I think the commission needs to look at. I mean, 
we have one high school basically in our country zone, so we don't recruit from there. So uh, the the emphasis is to to grow to grow local. Yeah, and a couple of final questions. You talked about zoning, and that was going to be my next question. You've just answered what West Perth have. Is there an advantage for the likes of Subiaco and Claremont in particular that rely on the public or the private school system in their zones? Well, that's, a very, that's another very interesting question. And look, clearly uh, they do have some advantage. I mean, um, you know, some of my own children have gone to those schools and the programs there are very good. The state schools, though, um, do, a, do a great job. And we had four kids in the state school boys this year from, from our area. Uh, and so the, there is a, there's a fertile ground there for for working with um, with kids that are not in the you know the elite private schools that are further towards the city, uh, we just got to take advantage of that. And the same thing goes for the girls, for that matter. Mm-hmm. But look, yep, there is interestingly the Colts, uh, the Claremont Colts this year didn't get into the, uh, the the final five, so that's interesting. Yeah, a big day uh, coming up on Saturday, and you look at the West Perth Football Club, top at the Colts, top in the reserves, and top in the league. Neil, as we let you go, uh, your thoughts on the state of the WAFL competition. I've certainly seen some great games uh, this season. And for the most part, uh, every side, with the exception, I suppose, with the Eagles and Perth, have had the ability to beat uh, one another. Oh, look, I think the standard of the waffle um, has, uh, you know, is fantastic. I mean, I've been involved in football administration now for over 20 years. And this last couple of years, including this year, anyone in the senior competition out of these next uh, four teams that are left could win. I mean, we are not getting ahead of ourselves at all. There's no hubris that's um, leaking into West Perth. We, we, don't, we don't care about being top of the ladder, you know, at the end of the home and away. We want to be there at the end. So we've got, still got a lot, of, a lot of work to do in the next couple of weeks against very, very good opponents. But yes, um, the quality of the football, it is very, very good and Frankly, it's great to be able to get down and see that action, and we hope lots of fans do. Good on you, Neil. As we let you go, there's John of Woodvale uh, who's sent in a text to you saying, since the Eagles were so bad this year, my beloved Cardinals have given me something to cheer about in the waffle. So there you go. You're making a lot of people, even that remember the Cardinals days, very, very happy. We don't mind what we get. You know, Falcons, Cardinals, West Perth, you know, red and blue. Garlic munchers. Garlic munches, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have everybody, mate. Good on you. All right, Neil, congratulations on a brilliant home and away season and no doubt from uh, everybody associated with West Perth far and wide. Now the business starts as you try and, of course, uh, get another premiership for the Falcons. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Thanks very much, Peter. Good yeah. on you. 16 to 6 here, there's uh, Neil Fong, uh, the president of the West Perth Footy Club. And Jimmy's smiling from ear to ear. He's a big Garlic Munchers fan. Yeah, no, they've been good. They've been good. But look out, the Royals are coming next year. Now, regarding East Perth, people keep asking me, how is their coaching situation going? There's five candidates. But I don't know who they are. There's been a couple that have uh, inquired. And uh, East Perth have said, no, thanks very much for inquiring, but you're not what we're looking for. But there's five that are on the radar at the moment. Who they are... I don't know. So we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, who East Perth, who Perth, and who Swan Districts do state as their coaches for 2023. A quarter to six, we'll wrap up everything else that's happening in sport after the break here on Drive with Peter Vlahos. Thanks to Toolmart.